I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Pick and Roll, the NBA betting and discussion show on the board YouTube channel, which is, of course, the NBA content division of the Hammer Betting Network. And we appreciate everybody stopping by for this one. Be sure you're following us on Twitter at the board HQ and follow the Hammer at the Hammer HQ on Twitter. And make sure you're subscribed to this channel and you've liked this stream. We had a winning day yesterday on the show, which was great to see. It was a three and one day. Uh, one of the bets only cashed less than half a unit because SGA's part of his uh, part of the bet was voided. but. Uh, Jaden Ivey still came through on this one. So it was plus 1.16 units and 26% ROI on the day. But uh, many will be happy to see that we can update the hook counter somehow, some way. Uh, Mikhail Bridges did come through for us and he got us uh, another win on a hook. Some late free throws helped us catch that one. That was pretty electric to see to get it started with the day. Six and eight now on the hook counter. Get it back. Getting back to 500, but uh, of course, there were a lot of bets. Let's go through all of them here. Four bets to cover. Uh, first of all, that Bridges bet, the Jaden Ivey, small win there on a on a $100 unit play. You would have won $30, so if you risk to win $130. Uh, so unfortunately, Sabonis does not come through on his assists, but Devin Booker and Carl Anthony Towns comfortably come through on their points. On the season now, up to 123 and 94, plus 13.7 units. Uh, Pips, uh, overall thoughts on the slate in its entirety. So I'll just start from the the, the Mikhail Bridges one. Actually, we I was so frustrated with, with him because he didn't took a fi- single field goal attempt in the last six minutes of the game. So he scored the last bucket with like six minutes left and then just went ghost goes down they were down a couple of points tight game against the rockets he was getting guarded by kevin porter jr like the worst defensive players on the court probably that night and he just didn't wasn't there like he just stood there like in his uh phoenix suns days when he, he just left devin booker chris paul cook he was just standing there, not taking anything. So I was like, okay, like, and he had 23 with six minutes left. Like, I was comfortable. We are getting there in a close game. I expected at least two free throws in the last last two last minute of the game. But we ended up with four. He made all four. We got the hook, and yeah, lucky win there at the end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was the Bridges side of it. Um... I don't think there's much to touch on for SGA, Jaden Ivey. The Ivey part was definitely not the main component of yeah. this bet. Still yeah, if, if, if Shea was ruled out, I'll actually bet, as I said on the, on, in the comments, Jalen Williams, J-Dub. So it's unfortunate that, that Shea was ruled out and we didn't have it because I think that will be an easy win, especially the way I saw how Pistons play defense. 
Oh my god, but, that yeah. last play, the last yeah. play of the game, he got Pistons are up one with one yeah. second left, and don't box out J Dub. It was crazy. Uh, yeah, we, we can also also talk about uh, Thunder's not giving a F and just resting <laughs> Shea in another game, and they all they are they are so close to losing. J-Dub doesn't get the offensive rebound in the last second of the game. They will lose two in a row against Hornets and Pistons. But they got lucky there. Lucky break there. Then I will go to the Towns and Booker. I think this was an easy win both from both guys. Yeah. Towns had 20 points in the first half. So Towns had 20 at halftime. Booker had 24 at the end of the third quarter, even though he missed three free throws. Still was a point away at the end of the third, so it was an easy win. Mm-hmm. And the last one was probably the most, most one of the. I can't explain how poor this was to watch. Like, I checked the potential assist earlier this morning. It's a 14 potential assist. Oh no! His expected assist when he has 14 is 8.3. And he so got he was four. In, yeah, he had four. Like one of the worst of the of the entire season. So they were missing every shot on his pass, and they were making every shot that he didn't pass them. That's why it was a blog. I was thinking, like, if they miss the shots on his assists, there won't be a blog. But they just kept missing every shot on his assist and making every shot on everyone else's assist. So it was weird. Uh, very weird game. Uh, and I think they shot. I'm not sure I, I counted this well, but there were one from 11 from on wide open threes from his assists. Wow! And we needed just that's uh, yeah, because out of four assists, three were for two were for layup and one were for dunk. So the variance on our side with threes was just not not there. Yeah, very much not there. And the Kings, they won by 40 points, right? So the, they definitely uh, had the offense. Yeah, and it was a four-point game at halftime. Right. So that's okay. Yeah. That's crazy. Blazers yeah. have uh, given up in this season for sure. Yeah, I expect. I, I maybe I needed to go higher on, on the on, on the spread part because I I just believe that, that there's no way this can stay yeah. under double digits. Yeah. yeah. Definitely something to maybe uh, look at for future betting. A uh, quick question from M. Halban here. You asked where you check your potential assist stats. Uh, so you go to the NBA.com site and you have uh, stats, team stats and player stats. You go to player stats. I, I, maybe I can share it in the... I can send it to you, uh, Jacob, and you can share it then in, in, the, in, in the link. In yeah, I, I can do that. Send it over. Uh, yeah. Send over a message. I'll put it in the in the chat on YouTube right now. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah. Um, while you're while you're getting that sent, I will get us into the official pick segment of today's show. Only two games 
to choose from today, but uh, a couple of decent games. One very, very good game as we do have uh, the top of the East taking each other on here. Perhaps an early Eastern Conference Finals playoff preview. And that is the Celtics who are visiting the Milwaukee Bucks. We are going to be taking Chris Middleton, 15 plus points. And we're going to be pairing that with Jason Tatum, 25 plus points in this game. So two of the premier players there, Chris Middleton, still getting himself fully back to 100% coming off that injury. Jason Tatum, perhaps making a late push to get into uh, an all NBA first team. Maybe he'll get there anyways, or a lot of competition. So uh, these games can definitely matter and the seating matters and uh, a little bit of extra maybe emphasis on this one because it could be that playoff matchup. That's minus 105 odds at DraftKings. Uh, just so everybody is crystal clear on this one. These are both the milestone lines for the players. Therefore, you have to go to the second section of player props to find both of these lines. Uh, over 14 and a half, 15 plus, same thing. Over 24 and a half, 25 plus, same thing as well. If things change throughout the day, but that is the bet. Let's go to Pips. Uh, what are your thoughts for this matchup? And uh, what do you, why are you taking these two players? So I think uh, with uh, this is a very important game for 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 everyone, and just maybe the maybe this could be maybe the the finals of the of, of the conference. Last time they played, so many players were out, and it was overtime game. Even though half the Boston Celtics. Oh yeah, I remember this game. <laughs> And uh, I'll just go with uh, Chris Middleton first. So I, I actually think he his minutes are back to his usual. He's playing 32 minutes average in March. Average 19.3 points. Usage back to career regular. Shooting almost back to career regular. He's shooting 59% uh, from, from true shooting. That's his career number. I, I, I actually a bit a one percent above his career average, so I, I just think that yeah he he's ready. It, it was only the, the matter of time when when he actually get the minutes, and the minutes is projected to play thirty to thirty four minutes tonight. All I all we can ask ask for, and if he can just show the graph uh, for Chris Middleton. With that's the graph showing uh, Middleton when he's playing. Uh, so on this line, when he's playing 28 or more minutes, and as we can see, he's completely crushing this over the last two seasons with 87% win rate. And I actually expect him to be to have higher usage than usual tonight because it's a single cover. From Boston Celtics, he is able to create his own shot. He is able to attack one on one. He is able to post up on the side, shoot over guys, and yeah, I just think uh, Giannis and Drew played uh, huge minutes last night. Even though they weren't expected to play 30 minutes, they still played 30 minutes. Both of them. Chris Middleton got his rest, and I think he's ready to just be be the guy tonight for 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 the Milwaukee Bucks. That's the first part of bet. The second part of the best is Jason Tatum, 25 points. This is a huge game for him. And I think he's starting at power forward and going directly against Giannis. I love Giannis as a side, as a help defense. I love Giannis as like rim protection. 
but I don't love Yanis when he needs to run with, against the guy through the screens. I don't think his screen navig- navigation is probably below average. Not for his size. It, it's great for his size, but when he needs to guard guys like Jason Tatum, I think that Tatum can get inside, can get the floaters, can get to, to, to the rim, can get to the free throw lines, can shoot three threes out of the screen with Brook Lopez in drop coverage. Earlier this season, they played Jason Tatum had 41 points, even though it was a blowout win. So he left the game with four minutes, more than four minutes left in the game with 41 points. And I think he can get to 25 tonight. As we can see on the season, he's covering this in huge percentage, 78% on the season. And if we take a look at, at, the, at the late games of Jason Tatum, so last game, it was a blowout loss against the Wizards. I don't know how how that happened, <laughs> but yeah, there was blowout. Yeah, that was actually crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was unbelievable. And yeah, they took hit 28 points. Earlier game, blowout win against the Pacers, 34 points. Blowout win against the Kings, 36 points. Then crazy game where Utah just doubled. He teamed him and every time he touched the ball, he stayed under. But Bucks are not doing it. Then 34 against the Portland. Scored 22 against the Wolves with 0 from 8 from 3-point line. Then the game against the Houston Rockets that he didn't even try. Scored 22 points. 34 against the Hawks. 30 against the Portland Trailblazer. 40 against the Knicks. Like, this guy is just scoring unbelievably. His usage is 35%. He's shooting so much, getting to the line. Yeah, I just think this is a great spot for Jason Tatum. And huge game. Expect them to play huge minutes, huge usage. Yeah, it's just the game for Jason Tatum tonight. Sounds great. Somebody in the chat asking about uh, Middleton was listed doubtful yesterday. I don't know if their injury report is out as of today. Um, yeah, Celtics. He, he, he is probable to play because he was out yesterday because of the rest. He, he was given rest in the first leg of the back-to-back, so he can be ready tonight and be at full strength. That's why I'm actually going with him. Okay, understood. So uh, we're just going to expect Chris Middleton to play. That's going to be the play. Um, that's going to be the bet for today. So one official bet for the smaller slate. Uh, let's We'll recap that once again at the end of the show. By the way, guys, we always track our bets with bet stamp for you guys to see our records so you guys can trust um, – the record for the season, trust that the bets are winning and you have full faith in tailing that. But best time can also be used as an odds, uh, as a place where you can shop for the best odds on every single wager that you are going to be making. You can use multiple sports books. Always make sure you're getting the best odds. They compare every sports book for games, futures, player props. You can save time by checking through these and you can also save money on each of your sports bets. You don't need to be an expert sports better. It's, if you're always getting the best price, naturally you're going to get more profit on your wins. You're going to get you're going to lose less on your losses. So if you are looking to sign up to multiple sportsbook accounts, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app/theboard. The link is also in the description for to make it easier for you guys to do that. If you sign up through this page, it does support the show a little bit extra, and it does support them as well. And I mean, you're making yourself better sports betters in the process by doing that. But Let's talk about a bunch of things that are on the table for today. We want to talk about all defense teams, Russell Westbrook, Drew Holiday, and again, the Dallas Mavericks. First of all, 
uh, something that Pitt brought to me while we were live here. But sorry, I make this full screen. The all defense teams. It's going to be really for, difficult to make yeah. your selections for all yeah, defense. Selection for for uh, four power power four, forwards. Four this forwards. Four forwards. So, so oh so boy! I'll read it out. How difficult this is. I'll read it out for people listening in audio, but there's four forward spots available, and you have to choose between any of these players. Giannis, OG, Butler, Draymond, Jaron Jackson, Herb Jones, Jaden McDaniels, and Evan Mobley. Out of all eight of these guys, only four can make an all-defense cool. team as a forward. So I guess questions, maybe I'll ask you, Pips, who your four would be, and if you think the NBA should expand all defense to three teams rather than just, uh, let's say, the two teams that it currently is. I think uh, they should just go with uh, backcourt and frontcourt for all NBA defense. Right, uh, right. And yeah, adding 13 will make sense with so much talent. Like, if you, like, I will say my. I don't know. I I want to say one player that for sure isn't making it, but how great defender he still is, but difficult. Her, the only thing that could help this maybe Herb Jones being a little eligible for getting to guard spots uh, as a guard, so going there. But yeah, if I needed to, he's amazing on defense. But if I needed to pick one to 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 go out of this way is Herb Jones, and he's still amazing. My locks for this is two locks, Jaren Jackson Jr. and Evan Mobley. I think they are pretty safe for, yeah, for two I, spots. I agree. I, I will have them the first team, NBA all defense. But on the second team, everyone could go. Like, Raymond Green, probably the best one in here, but his team is 19 in defensive rating. So, no, no chance for him to make. Uh, for me, with with below average defensive rating, no chance for for them to making all NBA. OG Anunobi is one of my favorites, and I think I'll go with him on the second team. Really? Yeah. With you don't OG. need to say that just for me, by the way. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it for you. I I I, I was trying to. I spent like an hour la- last night uh, trying to dissolve my four picks. Jalen Jackson Jr., Evan Mobley, and OG were my three picks that I have for really? sure. And I was I spent some time thinking between Yanis and Jaden McDaniels. So I'll say Yanis uh, the uh, from my side of uh, I watched so many games and I went from my side I think Yanis is having a down year on defensive end. And it's still worth of all NBA defense. That's how good he is. But he's helped defense a bit down this year. He lost his guy. If you watched the Denver Nuggets game, he lost his player like three times and they made the layups. He completely missed the rotation. And he had some games this season that he had some troubles with tracking down. Maybe we taking so much offensive load with Chris Middleton being out. And could be that. But I will think Giannis... I, I'm okay with leaving Gian, Giannis out of it because Drew Holiday is a lock for our NBA team as a guard. Yeah. Brook Lopez is also a lock for center at our NBA defense. So he's playing the, against the defensive player of the two defensive of the player year players, 
Drew Holiday and, De and and Brooke Lopez. So I and I will just okay. It's easy to have top five defense in the league with playing with those guys. So I will just take a step back with Giannis and I. Jaden McDaniels is amazing. Uh, like he maybe gets out of all these guys the tougher toughest assignment every single night, and he's he's still, still able to provide rim protection, provide. Uh, defense in the lanes, all ball defense, and while still while playing point point of attack, attack defense being almost seven foot. <laughs> he's so long, so big, and he's playing point of attack defense, defending Trey Young and all, all like he's defending the best opposing player every single night, like no matter what, no matter if it's Trey Young or if it's Kevin Durant, like. Two games, straight games. One game defended Trey Young. The next next game defended KD and did amazing jump job on both. That I don't know like how many players can do that. OG Anunobi, Herb Jones. That's about it. Yeah, the, like, I mean, neither of the these ones players on this list can, can do it. Neither of these players on the, they are probably best uh, in protection and side defense and like help defense, but these guys can do both. Like Jaden McDonald's can play amazing off-ball defense, amazing help side defense and still be the luck player on the best of, 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 of the best players every single night. So I'll just give props to Jaden McDaniels and maybe even go with him as the fifth, so as the fourth guy. Jimmy Butter is amazing this season, both sides, but on defense especially. But lately, Miami Heat defense is terrible. Last 15 games, I think they are below average. They are just sleeping. They are playing, allowing everyone to score a lot of them. So if you are looking at the late into the season, I'm not going to give props to the Butler here. So I'm taking away something from Giannis. I'm taking away something from Butler. Taking away something from Green. So we are left to choose for the fifth, for the fourth for my pick. Herb Jones or Jaden McDaniels, and I'll go with Jaden McDaniels. I think that's the the sensible four there. Javon in the chat agrees with you. If anybody else wants to pick their four, let us know in the comments who you'd put on your team. Um, I, I probably I, I can't really see myself disagreeing with that one. I, I'd be really happy if OG got it because every year he's one of the best defenders. So it'd be nice to see some recognition. I mean, my only concern is the Raptors' record kind of hurting that, but they're finishing strong, so I could give him a good push. Uh, let's... I, 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 I'll just say, like, I don't think a record should matter that much. I think defensive rating should. Like, how good of a defense they are. For, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And uh, the Raptors, they've been close to the middle, but since the Pirtle acquisition, they've been very good there. So uh, that that could play that could play into the part of OG getting it. And start of the season, he was one of the, uh, the front runners for DPOI until the Raptors' record really fell off. And uh, OG is leading the league in steals per game. Uh, uh, I, I believe yeah. he is. Last yeah. time I checked, yeah, he, he was. Is. He is. He, okay, he is. Yeah. So, yeah. and like you said, he guards like every position. He'll be guarding a point guard one night. Next time he's guarding like Nikola Jokic. So uh, yeah. it's insane what he does. A uh, couple, a few other things here. I want to talk about Russell Westbrook quickly. Uh, yesterday, he had a 36-point game, 10 assists, 2 blocks. First time in Clippers history that uh, anybody's ever recorded a stat line like this. Uh, came up big in a game where Kawhi Leonard was out. Um, do you see Russell Westbrook being a, a factor for this Clippers team in their potential playoff run? 
of course like i think he's a factor but that is he a positive factor or negative factor it depends on night in night out last night he he when his shots outside shots are falling and we can't leave him wide open he can make a very very good impact yeah. of the game he shot five from five from three so in nights like this Westbrook is a very positive factor yeah like, the biggest thing with him is when you leave him wide open and he, he still can't make those shots, he is just negative, very negative. But when he can make some shots, when he, when he, can, he, can, when he can punish you and, and, and make you go out there and, and defend him, he's a very good player then. Like he, he can create a lot when he gets attention. He can create something even when he, he is left wide open. But when he when players are going up to him, then the things open up for him and for them. Then it will be huge if Russ can make some trees, like at least wide open trees. So so, so far this season he wasn't able to do it. He's shooting thirty percent from three. He was below thirty. Wasn't twenty nine, twenty eight percent before the last night. So I don't think he can have as much as positive impact as last night. But he will probably won't them the game. So one game, one better seeding without Paul George and without Kawhi Leonard. It's not good for us. Like Russ is a great guy, not yeah great player anymore, but a great guy. And I I love to see him try try in some 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 games. So yeah, good good to see him playing well. And I'm not a huge fan of his basketball. I never was. But I actually, I was actually was not a hater, but I didn't like him, or the way he plays. But this, the some critics and everyone just slamming him the entire season. Not, I I'm not fine with it, and I I really think that's not like it was support to see. I I hated to see some guys. It it goes too far with some players, yeah. and for Russell Westbrook, it definitely went too far. Yeah, and they were putting him down when even when he wasn't one to blame, and now he he finds some happiness in the Clippers. They're treating him well, and I'm happy for him. Yeah, he was definitely made the scapegoat in in uh, with Los Angeles. Um, essentially, he he was blamed for everything. Like if something went wrong, it was on him. So. You know, part of it was, but too much of it yeah. was put on him, which was unfair. Uh, next piece here, Drew Holiday put a career night up yesterday against the Pacers. 51 points. You talked about him being first team all defense. Uh, he was an all-star this year. Uh, but, man, I did not think Drew Holiday had a 51-point night in him. Uh, did you manage to watch the game? If so, uh, what what happened to Drew here? Yeah, I, I didn't watch the game. I expected the blowout. I see Chris Milton out. I see Halliburton Hill Turner out for for the for the Pacers. So I expected right. it because I knew they they have a Celtics tonight, game tonight. So they will just go in and try to win as quickly as possible. But it, it was a, a game at the end, close game. Giannis played 32 minutes, same as Drew Holiday. And yeah, I didn't didn't see the game, so I don't know what happened. Okay, but I do think the true holiday had this in him. Not that he will score fifty points, but he got so many thirty-five to forty points. Yeah, he had some of these games. It's just when the shot is falling, he can be devastating. Like 
Drew is very, very talented player. He just, if he just didn't take those like four minutes into the possession of the step back threes or some crazy shots, low efficiency, he will be so much more efficient, so much better for for his team. But it seems like he can help himself. And yeah, <laughs> but if you take a look at the season, Drew Holiday, 48% field goal, 38% from three. 86% from free throw line, almost like 50, 40, 90 guys scoring by 20 points a game with seven assists and playing the best defense we ever, we ever seen as a, as, a, as a guard. I don't think, yeah, like last, last decade, I think it's Drew Holiday, the best defensive guard in the, in the league. Wow, big statement, but uh, can't really think of anybody who would rival that. And there's a reason they gave up so much to get him on their team. He's an NBA champion. I, I, I hated, I guy. hated the smart getting the defensive player of the year. I, I love smart as defender, but Drew Holiday is just next level. Agreed, agreed. Final thing here: Dallas, <laughs> he lost again. They lost to the 76ers. Uh, I think somebody said that Doncic. I didn't check, but he only had two free throws in this game, which probably is why he only. Got up to like 24 points in this one. They're one game back of the 10th place Thunder. Um, I, I guess quickly on this, who do you think is going to actually make the playoffs here? I would have said the Thunder, but looking at the Thunder yesterday, these guys, I don't even think want to make the playoffs. So uh, where do you think it's going to go? Any idea? I don't think this. Did, did, I, I First off, Kyrie said he's still not healthy. I uh, I did uh, see that. Yeah, yeah. So if I I don't know if I believe it. I when I watch the games, I actually see him not not playing at, at his level. But we saw so many times that it could be just a mental thing for, for Kyrie. I don't know. I don't want to speak about any of mental health, but I think some things are just being soft, and that's it. And last night, the same thing again. Kyrie, only 17 field goal attempts, 23 points in 40 minutes. While Luka Doncic was double team on, on his own court, on side of the court. Like, they just decided they'll get Luka out of this game and make Kyrie, Reggie Bullock, uh, Hardaway to, 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 to win the game against us. <laughs> and... They like, <laughs> Reggie Bullock shot one from eight. No surprise there. No Tim three, Harden no D. Reggie Bullock. Great game. Yeah. Tim Harlow and Junior had a great game. But that team doesn't have it in, in there. Like, who on that team can score besides Luca and Kyrie? Like, these guys need to score, I would say, at least 70 points every night. For in order for them to have a chance to win in a competitive matchup, as 76ers are certainly are. I they are actually, I would say they Dallas played above average defense, below their expe, ex, potential, uh, above their potential. Mm. They they held uh MB to only 25 points in under 10 free throw attempts, which is great. Amazing, but not enough. Yeah, when, when this team got formed, Jason Kidd said, uh, like, basically in a, in a press conference after the trade, he said, you have, you're going to have to score 130 
to beat us. We're going to score 130. You're going to have to do better than that to beat us. Well, the problem right now is the Mavericks are not scoring 130. They're scoring like 110, 115, 120. Teams can do that against this Dallas team. So um, it was more along the lines of they'll allow 130, but they can still win. But they're not even scoring that much right now. So we knew the defense was a big problem, but their offense is not making up for it which is why they're in yeah luca luca is not uh 100 in the nba right now yeah kairi is never kairi never was for, yeah. for at least last five to six years and everyone else is just not good enough if you have tim hardaway jr as your third scoring option option you are in deep trouble also Christian Wood is playing 10 minutes a game because he can defend for to save his life. I was I, I was telling everyone about Christian Wood because I, I was watching him on my Rockets year two years and it was just such a poor experience. Yeah, he's probably one of the most talented big scorers in the league. He can score 25 every night if yeah. he's playing 35 minutes a game. He's unstoppable on offense. The only thing can stop him is free throw line where he can shoot two from 15 some nights. But defensive side of the court is worse than the offensive side is. He's just terrible. He can do any like mistake on every possession. Like if he plays one possession without making a, some button mistake on defense, you are happy with that. So <laughs> yeah. Then you have George Green and Jaden Hardy. They are not no, I'm not. Not enough experience, not enough power in them. Max Cleaver, great 10th player on the, in the rotation, or nine, at best, not fourth. Dwight Powell, I don't know like how is he still starting in the NBA. That guy is just talent is not there. He's a, a solid backup big, but like yeah. the problem is they spent so much to bring in JaVale McGee in the summer. They told JaVale he'd be the starter, and now JaVale McGee just doesn't play. He played uh, he played against the Pacers, but like he, he never plays, and they paid him to be the starter. So now they're stuck with Dwight Powell as the starter. Also, we saw Bullock. I love Bullock. I think he's a good player. He's shooting career 38%, 38.5%. This season, 38.3. They, they, he is a great shooter. He can play defense. He's probably the best defensive player. But, yeah, you want him just... If you have very well-built team, you want him like... If you have four good starters, you want tra- scoring threats. You want Reggie Bullock to be your fifth guy to just exactly. play defense and shoot wide open corner threes. Like, but if you, can, you need him to make 10, 10 shots a game. <laughs> your yeah. problems. Yeah, problems. So yeah, not not good on, on on any side of the court for the Dallas Mavericks, and it will be nice for them to miss the plane and to Luca to get some rest. Finally, he hasn't had rest. He hasn't got any rest for like how many seasons for now? He needs the summer off to enjoy his life and to get more some joy in his life and get back to the NBA with yeah some feeling. With Force. a smile, with a smile, yeah, with a smile, and with he can't smile with this kind of roster, no matter how much rest he gets. So they need to bring something better for him. He's also spoken about some off-court issues, so hopefully everything works out for him. We'll see about Dallas. We've spoken enough about them a lot in this week, so let's recap the official play from today. One official play 
from today from the board YouTube channel. If you guys want more free picks, you can go to the Edgework YouTube channel for NHL free picks every week. They want to get 1030. So right before this show, go subscribe over there. That's our NHL content division of the hammer. But today for basketball, for the board, Chris Middleton, 15 plus Tatum, 25 plus both of these in the milestone lines of their player prop section for DraftKings at minus 105 odds. And that has been your show. Thank you guys so much for, for sticking it with us, uh, sticking it through with us for the show. And please make sure you're subscribed to the channel for more content like this. We go live every weekday morning. Drop a like if you enjoyed this particular episode. And let's hope this pick cashes. Me and Pips will be back tomorrow morning to round off the week for Friday. We hope to see you there.